Want to get Dolls of Horror episodes a week in advance? Go to patreon.com slash the Dolls of Horror for more information. I hate this place. I get it. People come here to be happy. And it's my job to help them be happy. But I'm never happy here. I have to have this fake expression on all the time here in this park, even if I don't want to look happy. None of my co-workers talk to me. Sure, once in a while it's nice to see the kids smile, but usually they're just annoying little shits that don't give a damn how they treat me. Every single day, every single minute, I'm working so hard for them. Just once, I'd like to make myself happy. But no, I have to keep letting little brats climb on my back. And then go in a circle. Forever. I'm Duke, the prettiest goddamn unicorn in the world. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. (laughs) It was fun. (laughs) It's quite common in Western culture to tell children fun little white lies as a way to make them behave. Like, be good or else Santa won't give you presents for Christmas. Or the slightly more ominous, if you're bad, then Krampus will come and beat you with sticks. Europeans do things slightly differently over there. But anyway, it seems that no one has ever found it necessary to tell kids to be nice to the plastic unicorns on the merry-go-round because some of them might become sentient and develop the means to break out of the merry-go-round and murder the whole town. Which I know sounds oddly specific, but there's a movie about that very premise. And we're talking about it. Like, on this episode. Why am I talking like this? Anyway. Let's grab a tall cotton candy and head to the carnival as tonight the dolls talk about 2016's Karis Hell. And now, the dolls of horror. It's showtime. Hi guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And tonight we have an extra special guest, one of the three hosts of the Saturday Night at the Movies podcast, and one of the three hosts of the Super Spoopy podcast, Mr. Daryl Hook. Hi. Hi, Daryl. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor and a privilege. Oh, shucks. No, it's so exciting. (laughs) I've been trying to get you on for a while, but schedules just haven't worked so i'm very excited and i can't wait to hopefully get your co-hosts from the other two podcasts on as well so that's going to be great yeah so daryl since you are a first time guest we always want to ask what is your favorite horror movie my favorite horror movie is the 1988 classic night of the demons all right so good the kevin tenney original huh Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love mm. it so much. It's such a fun one. So, but I hear that you're not a fan of the uh, remake. There is no remake. <laughs> what are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and what is your horror journey? What made you love horror? Oh, I honestly, like, I couldn't even tell you what my first horror movie was because I've been watching as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know I grew up on like Universal Monsters and like the 50s and 60s monster movies. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, uh, like Attack of the Crab People. Uh, I specifically remember Young. I specifically remember uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that wasn't my first. That's just like my first memory. Yeah. 
Oh, that's a good time, there's though. Some Those stuff, are there's some classics. stuff from you know, way back then that I don't even remember. <laughs> what, like, I remember small, very small, minute details of the movie, but the movie in particular, I couldn't, I could have, I have no idea what they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just Fast and Furious. Yep. Yeah. That's me, like, after my first horror movie that made me fall in love, which was Suspiria, I cannot remember what I saw next. I can't remember which Nightmare on Elm Street I saw first. I can't remember, you know, which Friday the 13th I saw first because it was just I was consuming all the horror I possibly could. It's all just a bloody and wonderful blur. It is. (laughs) And then, yeah, because I'm old, mid 80s, I got really into the slashers because, Uh you know, it was the 80s. Yeah. They're still my favorite. Oh, uh, yeah. That, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That and movies, you know, like what we're going to be talking about tonight, just quirky, weird stuff. Yeah, you're a fan of the indie uh, horror. I am a huge fan, fan of indie horror. Yeah, yeah. And this movie that we're going to talk about is actually your pick. So that's exciting. I had not seen it before. Same. Right. So tonight we're going to be discussing 2016's Karis Hell. So right. this was definitely something. Okay. um yeah so as jamie and i just said we just saw it for the first time in preparing for the show when was the first time you've seen this movie do you remember uh it would have been either late 2019 or early last year Mm -hmm. and i have legitimately seen this movie at least 20 times since then wow i love this like this is my favorite movie from the last five years yeah. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Is yeah. this your most favorite indie horror at the moment? Uh, at the moment, yes. Yeah. Because I know that's that's always going to change. But yeah. Of or course. maybe even change depending on your mood, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely, yes. Yeah. 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 So, guys, if you have not seen 2016's Karis Hell, the synopsis is Duke, a carousel unicorn, breaks free of his carnival hell and embarks on a bloody rampage of revenge on humanity. <laughs> I mean, sold. Add, you forgot to add the fact that he's technically a Nazi unicorn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's really something else. Um, yes. Let's see. Well, it stars uh, Steve Rambitsky, uh St. Marie, Haley Madison, and Teague Shaw. Um, as lunchbox, which I was, <laughs> he made me laugh. <laughs> and uh, written uh, by Aileen, was it? I can't read my writing. Iski, Iski, and Steve. Something like that, yeah. Steve, yeah. Steve Radzinski. Radzinski, also directed by Steve Radzinski, and Steve Radzinski is in the movie as well. So that's really exciting. I love it when that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, so guys. What is your favorite kill? Fatality. Ooh, who wants to go first? Uh, let's let Daryl go first. Yeah. All right. So I have, I, I couldn't pick between two. Okay. There was uh, the random guy that's like, hey, are you a talking unicorn? And then he gets his head kicked <laughs> off. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> or the girl from the random, uh, we'll call them the Friday the 13th part six couple sitting in the middle of the park having a picnic. Uh-huh. And the uh-huh. girl that gets garroted against the tree. Oh, <laughs> she gets that garroted is- against the tree, and then she ends up the garrot uh, slices into her throat, and it's a glorious kill. It is pretty good. There are some really fun ones in this one. I enjoyed the 
effects. Yeah, that's yeah. actually my favorite kill is the tree, is the slicing slicing the neck on the tree. It's so good. The gore was actually really great in this movie, too. Yeah, yeah. I my favorite is um <clears throat> the one Daryl mentioned. The guy says, Hey, uh, are you a talking carousel horse? And he gets like his head butted like in half and then his head falls off. I love the mm-hmm. the steps to it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, um, let's talk about cinematography. So, my only real gripe with this movie is that some of the scenes are out of focus. <laughs> or constantly shifting in and out of focus. Yeah. Yep. Right, right. And the, but, but I will say that's part of its charm. And, Bloody New Year had a similar kind of situation, and you guys know how much I love Bloody New Year. This is true. So, Daryl, have you seen Bloody New Year? I fucking hate Bloody New Year. I love Oh, that's right. I know you have because you guys talked about it, which is Yes, great. I gave it no. a point seven five. <laughs> but I out of ten, right? <laughs> or five. No, that was out, out of five. five, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um I'm getting your two shows mixed up in my head. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I love Bloody New Year. Um, Even though some of the scenes are out of focus and even though it looks like sometimes the actors are waiting for their cue to act. Yes. (laughs) Like they're just standing there waiting for it to be action. (laughs) And then they go. (laughs) So the editing is not great either. (laughs) But I love, love, love after Duke breaks free of his carousel hell and he like moves on i love i love that so much i loved watching that that was so funny we're just kind of mm-hmm. floats away yeah yes <laughs> he gallops but not really just sort of yeah yeah <laughs> i like that too yeah and the yeah. colors in the movie are really fun good and- colors there's like a scene in particular I really love with Cowboy Cool, right? That's his name. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love I love Cowboy Cool, by the way. I love him so much. But um, there's a scene where he's just kind of moving around, like he's moving through, you know, he's headed out to go get Duke or whatever. And I love the way that whole scene, <laughs> just love it. <laughs> when he's getting his gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, Daryl, do you have anything you want to add on cinematography? Um, I liked some of the shot choices, but like you said, there's there's a lot of stuff that's either just plain out of focus or goes in and out of focus. And mm-hmm. I have it on Blu-ray as well as DVD, and that's way more noticeable in HD. I bet. Oh, yeah. I just watched it on my phone on Tubi. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was. I could even tell on my little. Yeah, imagine on a 60-inch TV on a Blu-ray. Right, it's right. Super noticeable. But yeah. like you said, that's that's part of the charm of when you're making a ten thousand dollar movie. Oh, that's how much this one costed. Yeah, 10, about that's about good. ten thousand. Yeah, that's wow. Good. That's a super impressive for what they accomplished. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's very impressive. Tell you what, the movie I did is a sixty thousand dollar budget, and it better look half as at least half as good as this. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, okay, so moving on to the acting, I normally like to go through our cast and and talk about their actors and their credits, but since most of these people are are strictly like indie horror, I have not seen 
any of them before, except for Ben Deedles, who played Clark, because he was in Sorority Row. But other than that, oh. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> did Daryl, do you have any background on anyone or not so much? Um, I've seen Steve and a couple of his other, I've seen some of his other stuff. So, and he's in pretty much all of that, which I mean, if you're making your own movie, why wouldn't you? Exactly. Right. As long as you're not an awful actor. Right. right. And then um, I forget the character's name right offhand, but the girl that's obsessed with My Tiny Uni. <laughs> uh-huh. She was in a Dustin Mills film called uh, Slaughterhouse Slumber Party. Ooh, that one sounds right mm-hmm. up my alley. Same. That sounds fun. <laughs> Love it. And Steve, as you were talking about, that's the director. He plays Joe the pizza guy. Yes. He's my mm-hmm. favorite character in the entire movie, including Duke. <laughs> I like him too. <laughs> I love it. He's just trying to get his ass paid, man. He's just like, give me my money. Because mm-hmm. working in restaurants for like all my life, I, I feel that in my soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just give me my money so I can leave you alone. Yep. Yes. And Daryl, you work in restaurants too, right? I do. Right. So you know all about all, it. I know all about that. Yeah. 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 Give me my money and go home so someone else can sit down there. Right. (laughs) Or I can go home. Yeah. Or I can go home. Exactly. Come on. When you have that one last (laughs) table that just won't leave and it's 3 a.m. and you're closing up, get out. You're like, read Mm -hmm. the room, man. (laughs) Read the room. It's time. The the tables, the chairs are on the table. Go. (laughs) We're already vacuuming. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We are closed. Yeah. So just pay me and leave, please. So, yeah. He's my favorite character just because I related to him so, so much. Um, Jamie, anything else you want to add on the acting? I didn't really recognize any of them either, but I, I did enjoy their performances. Oh, like too. I thought I thought everybody had a like this film just seemed like everybody had a good time. Like <laughs> it seemed like it was a fun movie to be a part of. So I, I, I liked the actors. I've never seen them, but I'd like to see them again. Yeah, I like it that they all did look like they were having a great time. So I think that added to the charm of the movie. I think Teague looked like he was at a lunchbox. Looked yeah. like he was having a blast because every time he was supposed to be scared, he was smiling. And well, he was. He, was. <laughs> yeah. he always had something in the corner. The corners of his mouth were, were tilted up. And you could hear, yeah. like, in his voice was a smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even when he's supposed to be scared. That's a good kid. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, but you know what? No, I'm, I love I'm you. I'm not knocking them. I mean, no. it's, it's a kid in a in a low budget indie movie. I'm I'm not knocking it. Exactly. It's just an observation. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I love that kid like for it, you know. I love that he was like having such a blast doing this horror movie cuz who wouldn't, right? I feel right. like I'd be trying not to laugh. <laughs> if I was doing these ridiculous scenes, I probably would be laughing. So, you know, I don't know that I'd be doing much better. <laughs> hmm. So let's move on to fashion moment. Young, hot, and an attitude that says, who cares? It's only fashion. That Hansel's so hot right now. Oh, yes. I definitely have a fashion fashion look that I really like. Well, and by all means, Jamie. It's cowboy cool. I love the <laughs> whole look. He's got like um, the leather jacket and then underneath he's got like a cow print like <laughs> shirt and I love it. And of course, like the big foam, like the big head and everything. But yeah. Cowboy Cool, that is the look. The whole that Cowboy Cool. Hard to, that shirt is hard to see, but I'm pretty sure that's actually Black Sharks. 
<laughs> oh wow that's what i get even better it on my phone <laughs> <laughs> what about you daryl uh, uh mine's also cowboy cool because he just i think it's a, it's a great look and then as a runner-up um sugar tits for her big <laughs> black cock shirt yes. <laughs> her shirt's got her the print on her shirts is a bunch of big black roosters <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Okay. Wow. My my fashion moment is so boring compared to you guys, but I just loved it so much I had to pick it, and that was Lunchbox's hat. Because that's the style of hat that my husband wears. So okay, he doesn't yeah. have a, he does not have a gray one though, so I need to get him a gray one. But you know, he has a navy one, and he has some others. But yeah, so I loved his hat so much. It was a great hat. So it's Lunchbox's hat for sure. Mm-hmm. And we- yeah. You got to get one for Henry now, and then you can call him Lunchbox. <laughs> he will and he'll be like, what? <laughs> I know, and you're like, hey, Lunchbox. What? <laughs> See, unlike some of the movies that, that I watch for homework, Henry sees them sometimes because he's just around. But I watched this when I was working, um, just doing desk work. And so he didn't see any of this, so he would not get that at all. <laughs> he would not understand that <laughs> reference at all. He has no idea. Yep. <laughs> But I can tell you that if he was watching this movie, he would have complimented him on his hat for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, best hair? This doesn't concern you, Lafleur. Not nearly as much as your hair does. That's for sure. For me, it is only Duke. Same. <laughs> and here I was gonna hair. go with. And here I was gonna go with Joe the Pizza Guy. Joe the pizza guy mm-hmm. has great hair. He has great game show hair. But yes. but yeah. I mean Duke man, I love you. <laughs> it's it's a beautiful carousel unicorn. Like it is beautiful. Mhm. I would definitely pick that one, you know, if I was the kid going on the carousel or just me going on a carousel, that's the one I'd pick. Right, why do you have to be a kid? <laughs> <laughs> when we were in London a couple of years ago, I there was a um a carousel and I wanted to ride it so badly. Oh, but, every if, if I ever occur, if I ever run into a carousel I want to hop on. Girl, yes. Doesn't happen often, but <laughs> <laughs> um Jamie, what about your hair moment? It was it was Duke. It was Duke. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well then moving right along the prop I would like to own is also Duke. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I want to display him in my living room. He will go right next to my Billy Saw doll. Oh, it's quite the collection. <laughs> I have that one too. I have some other ones I really, really love though. Um, yeah. Lunchboxes, Evil Dead lunchbox and matching thermos was so good. <laughs> and I loved it and I mm. want it. So there's that. And then um I also, you know, going with my theme of collecting intestines from movies, I do want the two guys one flamingo intestines. <laughs> two guys one flamingo. <laughs> also a fun kill. <laughs> Yeah, Daryl, Jamie has this thing where where for the props she wants to own, she wanted intestines. She wanted intestines from um, Hatchet. And then oh, she also wanted <laughs> intestines from Havenhurst. 
And I'm like, so you're just going to like lay them up on the walls, label them like these are hatchet intestines. These are pagan earth intestines. (laughs) Bonus points if you can like figure out which ones, which intestines, what movie the intestines are from when you come into my house. So many points. There's also some great intestines in Pool Party Massacre. If you should, you should check that one out. That's a fun. Ooh, one. I haven't seen it. No, that's Ooh. that's fun. That's a lot, that's of, a fun. lot of That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice. I am right now on my list. Yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, special effects. Pew pew. So I loved I loved so much my favorite kill. The effects in that kill are my favorite. I think in the entire movie when you see the head just split in half and then you see mm-hmm. it fall off. It's, it's just the best for me. Also, I did laugh a little bit in the best way at um, the pizza cutter to the face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cute and clever. And I loved how you could just see, see the blood come out of the pizza cutter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, what about you guys? What do you think about the effects? I love them. I mean, they're super fun. Um, all of the kill scenes had some fun in it. Like I said, I really like the two guys, one flamingo kill. I like the intestines in that one. Um, I'm tr- and I really like the head. But yeah, I mean, especially for like the budget that they had, it looked really great. I also like the the at the I think it's towards the end where she kind of gets like melted, like mm-hmm. zapped. Her head gets like melted that is gorgeous yeah yeah that's beautiful gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> daryl anything uh you want to add on effects i uh, i i would still say that the the garroted against the tree that's one of the better slit throats i've seen yeah totally that was fantastic especially considering the budget uh there was a couple times where especially in hd you can see like the appliances are miscolored mm-hmm. like they didn't mm-hmm. properly match the skin tone but again mm-hmm. that's it's a budget thing Right, right. I don't, and, I don't hold it against the movie. Again, it's just, it's just an observation. Yeah, and that's an HD. Also, if yeah, you're, exactly. If you're streaming it on your computer or your phone, like I didn't notice. But right. Same. to, to mm-hmm. be fair, I have trouble paying attention to things, so I just was doing other things. So I wasn't actually fully watching it, like physically watching it. So maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe. I kept looking up and go, "Oh, that's neat." <laughs> There was one point where I was very focused on my snacks, but I grew around <laughs> and went back because I was like, I feel like I missed something good here. <laughs> I watched this movie three times in 24 hours. <laughs> I wa- and I uh, loved yeah. it. I watched it a couple days ago. I watched it again yesterday. And then I watched it this morning with commentary. Awesome. And you guys also, for the Super Spoopy podcast, did an episode on this as well, right? I haven't heard it yet, but I saw it. We Yes, we did. So definitely go check that out, guys, because I'm sure it was great because your other episodes are so much fun. I love them so much. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, I can tell. And and your co-hosts, um, your fiance, Annie, and mm-hmm. cousin, right? Cousin yes. Michael? Cousin Michael, yes. Are just amazing. And I can't wait to get them on our show. So yeah. I'm already in love with Annie. Like, I told Annie that Daryl better watch out because we too. might run off and, and get married <laughs> just because. <laughs> no, she is she is the best. She is so swell. She loves musicals, Jamie, so she'll get along with us great. Yay. And she loves horror. It's a match made in heaven. It really, really is. Oh my god, she has to come on. Yeah, and we have so much fun. 
And she's originally from Chicago. So that's really neat, too. There you go. Yeah. I told her that when Daryl moves um, to Michigan, where she's at, that y'all have to come come down and visit with me. <laughs> and we need to go to, like, Flashback Weekend or something together. Oh, <laughs> Sounds fun. So much can, fun. We, can we in on that trip, too? I want to be there. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Let's do some epic lines. This is going to be totally epic. This was so hard for me. I have two pages worth of of stuff. So this is tricky. I'll let you guys go first. Ooh, it was chock full of quotables. Mm-hmm. It was really hard to. I've narrowed it down, you know, as much as I could. But because like I pretty much liked almost uh, probably like every other line. Um, but anyway, I really love um the hashtag pizza zoned hashtag sausage blocker. <laughs> <laughs> Do you work out, Joe? I work my butt off delivering pizzas. My God, it's gonna be really hard to have sex with you, isn't it? Hashtag pizza zoned. Hashtag sausage blocker. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then um, I also love when our um, our uni- our girl who's obsessed with unicorns and like the the My Little Ponies kind of show. Um, I like when she. Um, is with with Duke, and she says, "You must make all the Phillies flustered." <laughs> <sighs> you have to be the sturdiest stud I've ever seen. You must make all the Phillies flustered. And of course, now you can have a picnic in hell. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. I love after he says that, he's like, all right, I really need to come up with better stuff to say. I've used the same thing like three times in half an hour. Now you can have a picnic in hell. Oh, boy. All right. I really need to come up with better stuff to say. I've used the same thing like three times in a half hour. Got to work on that. (laughs) That's so much fun. How about you, Daryl? Oh, I I narrowed it down to four somehow. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah yeah well the picnic in hell was one of them so that takes care of that <laughs> okay so i mean there's duke's one of duke's first lines i'm duke the prettiest goddamn unicorn in the world <laughs> oh yeah or uh larry talking to his mom who in the credits by the way is uh Lori's milf <laughs> <laughs> i love that oh my god <laughs> when he says to her geez mom quit wearing that around the house love you honey Bye, Mom. Bye, Larry. Jeez, Mom, stop lying out around the house. <laughs> <laughs> or when Preston says, set reminder for 45 minutes. See Lori's titties. So, what do you think? You don't want to be left out, right? Only one walking around without a necklace. Preston, I have to be, like, way more drunk before you get to see my breasts. Okay, so the, so you're telling me there's a chance, right? Wait, 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 so, like, 45 minutes then? 45 minutes then! I remember. Set a reminder for forty-five minutes. See Lori's titties. <laughs> <laughs> or when Lori keeps flirting with Joe, and it gets to the point where he's finally realizing, but he's not quite to the point that she's flirting with him because he's uh-huh. dense as shit. Uh-huh. And he wants she his says money. something. She says something about uh, penis pizza. He's like, "You want some pizza with my penis on it?" Hashtag gonna hit on the pizza guy. Hey there, big boy. 
What's your name? I'm your friendly neighborhood pizza guy, Joe. Ooh. Do you know what my favorite pizza topping is? Sausage. Uh, no, nobody ordered a sausage pizza. I mean your penis. You wanna serve pizza with my penis on it? No! I'm hitting on you. Look, ma'am, I'm in the middle of a business transaction right now. Never mind that a penis pizza would never pass FDA regulations. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> then it wasn't it didn't he say something like that's just not sanitary or Oh yeah, he says something like penis pizza would never meet the food would regulations. F- would never meet FDA standards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all so good. Okay. So I'm going to go narrow down to three now. Okay. I'll start with my last one. And this is the conversation that, that Joe the Pizza Boy is having um, with, um, what's her name? The one who's hitting on him. What's, what's her character name again? Lori. Lori. Okay. For some reason, I cannot remember the character's names in this except Duke and Lunchbox. Like, for real. <laughs> and Joe the Pizza Guy because it's all one word. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, and he says, I think we need to call the police right now. And she says, how? We don't have a phone. And he just stares at her for the longest time. He says, are you serious? You're literally holding a phone. She's like, no, I'm not. It's in your hands. Nuh-uh. <laughs> this isn't a phone. It's a social networking tool. Okay, I think we need to call the police right now. How? We don't have a phone. Are you serious? What? You're literally holding a phone. No, I'm not. It's in your hands. Nuh-uh. I am looking at it! This isn't a phone. It's just a social networking tool. It only has internet access. (laughs) (laughs) Loved it. Loved it. Also, (laughs) totally felt for Lori because I keep, um, this is my old phone. Uh Uh-huh. My 6, iPhone 6. And I use it as like an iPod or a computer or Facebook or or whatever. I just use this um, when I don't want to use my actual phone or when it's charging or whatever. So I felt that. I'm like, this isn't, yeah, this isn't a phone. (laughs) I'm like, this isn't a phone. This is a social networking tool. There's just no service on this. So, yeah, that would have been Mm -hmm. me, actually. Legit, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie mentioned the picnic in hell, which is great. I loved the tone in when he says picnic in hell. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so good. In my notes, I put that in all caps, in hell. In hell! Yep. <laughs> That's great. And then uh, my runner-up is Joe the Pizza Guy, again, because he's the best. Mm. Um, <laughs> When he finally figures out that that Laura or Lori is into him, he says, golly gee, you actually have to tell a fella if you're interested in him. <laughs> You've just been talking about pizza all night, which is a really weird fetish. You can find the Pete's Pizza phone number in your phone book or on our website, www.petespizza42ndbestinthecounty.com. I mean your number, Joe. Why would you want my number? I can't place the order for you. My God, your skull is as thick as a deep dish pizza. Can I at least give you my number? Why would you give me... Wait, are you hitting on me? Yeah, I have been this whole time. Oh, golly gee, Lori, you actually have to tell a fella if you're interested in him. You've just been talking about pizza all night, which is a really weird fetish. <laughs> He's so dumb. <laughs> I loved him. 
And I love all of the like pizza like come ons that she uses <laughs> to throughout like the exchange. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> now, Daryl, I don't know what kind of restaurant you work at, but in the past uh, 12 years, I've worked at two pizzerias. I've worked I've at two worked pizza at- places. Yeah. Never worked so, at a pizza place. Yeah. So, oh, it's really, it's, it's really something else. I tell you what. So, yeah. Anyway, moving on. My most epic line, though, is an epic monologue. And it's the opening, Duke's opening monologue, which Daryl took the last line from. Mm-hmm. But it starts off as, I hate this place. I get it. People come here to be happy, and it's my job to help them be happy. But I'm never happy here. <laughs> and then he goes on, I have to have, have excuse me, stutter much, Summer? Okay. I have to have this fake expression on all the time here in this park, even if I don't want to look happy. None of my coworkers talk to me. Sure, once in a while it's nice to see the kids smile, but usually they're just annoying little shits that don't give a damn how they treat me. Every single day, every single minute, I'm working so hard for them. Just once, I like to make myself happy. But no, I have to keep letting all the little brats climb on my back and then go in a circle forever. (laughs) Can I get some applause? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I only started once. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Yeah, I I love this monologue. I felt it in my soul. Mm-hmm. As someone who's not fond of children, I loved it. <laughs> I'm just not fond of people. <laughs> I'm not fond of so most people. Yeah, most people I'm not I'm not crazy about either, which is great. Also. But, but yeah, he's like, yeah, sure. Once in a while, it's nice to make him smile, but otherwise, no. Yeah, no, no. Loved, loved Duke, loved Duke, and right from the beginning, that's how the movie opens. Fifteen seconds in, I was on board. Same. Oh yeah, I knew, I knew we were in for a good time with that mm-hmm. opening monologue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Um, music. Now, Jamie and I have talked about this a lot Um, in previous episodes. We always love some good carnival music, and this movie had that. Loved it, too. It was a really nice carnival sound. Yeah. Uh, Daryl, anything you want to add? I thought that overall, like, the soundtrack's pretty unmemorable. Mm -hmm. But I really did dig the fact that they came up with their own My Tiny Uni song. I was going to say the My Tiny Uni song is awesome. Yep. I love it when movies make their own stuff instead of using old stuff. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, Aging. How well is this movie? It's pretty new. So how well do you suppose this movie is going to age like 20 years from now? I think it's going to be a cult classic. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be an indie cult classic for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Especially once the sequel comes out. Yes. Is that already finished? Like, uh, No. Post- uh, it's it's funded. Mm-hmm. It's Ooh. funded, and I believe it's still being written. Okay. Okay. Do you awesome. know? Do you know? Um, you know this director? Have you spoken with him before? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't like 
we're not like, I'm like, hey, Steve. But yeah, I mean, like we interact on, on Facebook quite a bit. That's awesome. How cool. How did you learn about this movie? Right. Yeah, I want to know. I learned about this movie because it came one month in Horror Pack, which if you guys aren't familiar with. Uh-uh. Um, it's a monthly DVD or Blu-ray subscription service. You pay, you know, for DVD is 20 for Blu-rays is 25 shipped. They send you four every month. It's you never know exactly what you're going to get. It's, you know, like a mystery box. Awesome. And and for the Blu-rays specifically, there's either an exclusive or a limited edition in every box. Wow. And one month it was Carousel and I didn't get that month. And one of my friends is like, you need to see this movie. You're going to love it. (laughs) And they were not wrong. (laughs) They were not wrong. So, right. uh, one time uh, there was a uh, a store having a sale on blue on DVDs. I'm sorry, and Carousel was one of them. It was like three dollars, so I grabbed and I. As soon as I got it, that was the first thing I watched. I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" <laughs> so then I sent a friend request to the director, and then uh, mentioned to him that I loved Carousel, and he asked me how I got it. I said on DVD. He's like, he goes, "I have it on Blu-ray." I said, "Send me a link. I'll buy it right now." Yeah, and I did. Yeah. It's right here. Oh, yes. Oh. I love the cover art. Too. I do, too. I was going to say the great. cover is gorgeous. Yeah. Ah. yeah, the cover is amazing. It's so pretty. Um, Twist? Is there a twist? No, that's not an idea. That's a twist. I would say there's a twist. What would you say is the twist? Because I wasn't paying the, enough attention, clearly. The Duke's got fucking laser vision. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. You, you don't expect that at all. I and mean, that's the point. Like, he could kill everybody with his laser eyes, but that would be boring. But he doesn't. <laughs> but he doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> he chooses a more hooves on approach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more up close and personal. Yes. <laughs> that's another kill I liked. I like the hooves to the face. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I love the kills in this so much. They made me laugh so hard. It was great. Me too. And they were plentiful. Like there were so many fun kills. Like, and you got all these different ways. Like there were there were weapons, there were hooves, there were laser eyes, like all kinds of fun. Mm -hmm. So much fun. He doesn't put himself in a corner. Well, he finally broke free of going in a circle all day. He's crazy. Right? Um Okay. I love the sh- I love the the shurikens to the back in the park. Yep, <laughs> I wrote that down too. I didn't know what they were called though. I just said they were stars. Yeah, throwing stars, but they're actually called shurikens. Yeah. But yeah, I love the. I knew there was a name. Produces I just all what these it was. weapons out of nowhere, but I mean, he's yeah. magic, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Don't bother me with those details. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, pacing. Well, we're waiting. Oh, super fun pace. Like, oh, yeah. I think I think the movie is, like, the perfect amount of time, and mm-hmm. it just, like, jumps right into it. Um, but I do love the little build-up, too, where, like, Lunchbox is kind of like that final straw for yeah. Duke, you know, where mm-hmm. we hear it, like, brewing up before that, and then he comes and he puts his snot on him, and he's just being an awful kid. And then that, like, breaks. That's the final straw. And then from there on, it's just, like, fun, 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 kill, kill, kill all over the place. So I thought it was perfect pace. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I agree. Um, I don't really like long, long movies. An hour and a half is kind of my cap, Um, especially when things are not needed. When they try to make movies longer for some reason, 
like one movie I saw over the holidays, it was like an hour and 40 minutes and it needed to be like an hour 20. Mm. It was, it was like bad. I was, I quit an hour in. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I said, there's still 40 minutes left. I'm mm-hmm. out. <laughs> and yeah, so. this, and this one, depending on the, on the, the cut you have, cause the Blu-ray's longer. It's either what, 66 or 68 minutes. It's mm-hmm. not long at all. It's not monopolizing a lot of your day. It, it's never, right. ever slow. From the time it starts to the time it ends, yeah. it's always moving. It's yep. great. I love that. I love that so much. I love the dialogue, the narration in it. Um, the cut I saw was the 2B cut, obviously, and it was mm-hmm. like an hour and 10 minutes, I think. Maybe. No, I think it's. I think the 2B cut, the 2B and prime cut is, I believe, 66 minutes. Yeah, maybe that. So, yeah. Because the blu anyway. like I said, the blu is a little longer. Yeah. What um do you know what they what was added? I know what was cut out for the Tubi and Prime cuts. Well, what was it? Ooh. Okay, so for the uh, the sex scene is uh-huh. significantly longer, and then the mid credit scene is also mm-hmm. a little bit longer. Okay, okay. Like the mid credit scene is maybe just a few seconds longer. Mm-hmm. You see uh, the fetus in between her legs, oh, which God. you don't see on. <laughs> which you don't see on the, the streaming version. Nope. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, no. we, we had this, yeah, the, this the sex situation scene is like, too. The sex scene is like two and a half minutes long on disc. Oh my oh, God. Wow. That's long. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> yeah, what movie we were talking about, Jamie, where they cut out all the boobs and I didn't know that for you. I'm trying, I know, I'm trying to remember too. I, I can't Was remember. It Crowley? It might have been. Yeah, because I have the DVDs for all those, and I think you and Billy were like, wait, we didn't see any boobs or nudity. What are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> there maybe must a, have been a cut. Yeah, maybe it was. I can't remember what movie it was. but I think it I, was with Billy. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much fun, though. Um, okay. So, the story. Um. I love the story. I love that that Duke's a rebel and he's just like, yes. And like I said before, Joe the pizza guy is my favorite character and I love all of his lines. Mm-hmm. So, no, but I love this. I love the story. I think it's a super original story. I never would have thought of it ever. Me neither. I've never really gotten into the head of like a carousel figure before, but I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad that this movie gave us the chance to do that, to step inside his shoes for a moment. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel complete. I feel complete now that I have seen this story. Anything to add, Mr. Daryl? I do know that Basically, Steve had the idea, and then uh, Aileen, I believe her name is, wrote the wrote the story, and then he just threw his name on it because he came up with the story. Yeah, and he he did an unsuccessful crowdfunding for it, where he raised, I think it was like eight or ten percent of the money he was looking for. Oh wow! And then he was just talking to a friend, and his friends like, "What's the idea?" And they told him the idea. There wasn't even a script yet. He told me that he was like, "He goes, here's he goes, I'll give you the money. Let's make it." Awesome! Nice. Was there crowdfunding for part two? Yes, there was. And was that successful knowing that, that there's a was, person? That's great. One, that one was successful. And I'm proud to say that I participated in that. That's awesome. Nice. Because how could I not? 
I love right. participating in projects I believe in, really, right. so much. Mm-hmm. Same. So I feel I feel good when I get to do that. So that's nice. I did um, I did a uh, I participated in Felissa Rose's Nun movie, which was a lot of fun. Have you guys seen that? I think it was I called know. A Nun's Curse. I've no. heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so I I um. I did, um, I think I donated like a hundred and something to it. And it gave me a DVD and a script and a rosary. It was great. Awesome. <laughs> Aw, nice. I love that it came with a rosary. Yes. And I love when you do these like crowdfunding things, like there's perks, like you get, can get a DVD out of it or like a Blu-ray out of it. It's not like just a donation. You're actually, if this gets made, you're actually buying something from it. So right. you're going to get something out of it, which is really fun. Um... Okay, so the scariness of this. I will never look at a carousel the same way again. I'm going to be extra sure that I'm extra nice to all those characters on the carousel (laughs) from now on. Be on our best behavior. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I would say this this has affected me for the rest of my life in a good way. Yes. You know, I have a new goal now. I want to open like a sanctuary for old, you know, um, carousel horses and figures so that when they retire, they have a nice place to roam and be free and live out the rest of their days, um, not going in a circle. (laughs) (laughs) I fully support this dream. (laughs) I'm on board. That could be another movie. (laughs) Um. Daryl, is this scary for you? Not at all. <laughs> well, no, but <laughs> you're like us where you don't, nothing phases you. Right, yeah. Yeah. Maybe every once in a while something will make me like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Same. Like when I, the first time I saw Hell House LLC, I was like, wow, this is creepy as shit. It didn't really scare me, but like it, it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. There was uh, something I was watching. I don't remember what it was. And it, oh, you know what it was? It was one of Michael's shorts, your cousin's shorts. Um, he sent me a link to watch his stuff because I asked mm-hmm. for it. And um, I was like, dude, it gave me goosebumps, like literal goosebumps. It was so great. Nice. So, was that yeah. soundbite? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It literally gave me chills watching this five minute short film. Everything about it, the, the music in it, the the cinematography and everything about it just gave me like the willies, which is so great because nothing gives me the willies. So that's a really huge it's compliment fan- to everyone. What, yeah. The, the fantastic sound design and that is what does it. Oh my God. It's so amazing. It is so, so, so amazing. Jamie, I'll send you a link. So I was going to say, where can I watch this? I'm yeah. so curious. Michael emailed me all the links um, to his stuff and I watched them all back to back and i was awesome. just hooked so it was great i was texting him in real time i was like oh my god i love this one or <laughs> or i love voodoo dolls <laughs> so it was great i love short films too like that's awesome i gotta check it out yeah send me the links to that no it's good stuff it is good stuff and i think one of them um was like i'm not gonna give away any spoilers for jamie but i was like She's like the pink lady of horror. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, it was great. Um, okay. Overall, a movie rating for Karis Hell. Now, Daryl, well, when we do indie films like this, we like to make like an indie rating because it's not fair to hold it up against all the Hollywood blockbusters oh, and say, oh, well, this is like a one. No. So on the indie scale, from one to 10, 10 being the best, what would you give this one? Oh, well, I mean, for me, whenever I rate stuff, I always give it two ratings. I go with how much fun I had. Mm-hmm. And then, like how I felt it was as a production. Mm, that's good. That's good. Let's and do that. then, like even, and then again with 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 indie, I'm gonna be far less harsh on it than I am on mm-hmm. some yeah. you know, millions of dollars Hollywood horror release. People who have so all I, the resources at their disposal, yeah, right. You have no excuse to make a shit movie, yeah. Right? But Blumhouse, but that's what Blumhouse does. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get one jab in, right? Always. Yes. I love making I love shitting on people's movies they love. It's it's what I do. <laughs> it's kind of my thing. I'm kind of middle of the road on Blumhouse. I like some, I dislike some. So I'm like mm. I, there's a few that I, I I can tolerate and then I do actually mm-hmm. really enjoy Creep. I haven't seen oh, that one yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, tell me about Creep. What's that one? I haven't seen it. You have to watch it's it. A- I really don't want to spoil anything. You can't tell me a plot line without spoilers? No? Okay. <laughs> You're just going to have to watch it. All right. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um, so, Daryl. Yes. Your two ratings. So, fun. I, this, I, again, I, I adore this movie for me for a fun. It's a 10. Okay. And then as an overall product, I mean... The effects there there are issues with a few of the effects, especially when you're sure. watching in HD. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's part you know partly because of the budget, mm-hmm. and there you know like we had mentioned earlier, the cameras going in and out of focus. Mm-hmm. So as an overall product, I give it a seven. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's good. That's real good. Um, for me, for the fun rating, now I'm super harsh on 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 movies, and I'm super picky. So for me on the fun, I'm giving it a seven which is pretty good for me. And then um, I will I will watch this again, basically, definitely. But then as an overall, I'll probably give it like a, a four and a pizza cutter. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, w- I will watch this again because it is a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For the fun rating, I think I'm going to give it an eight. And, um, you know what? An eight. And let's also throw in some throwing stars. <laughs> um, I thought it was really, really fun. Um, and then for an overall rating, I think I'll give it like a six and a half. Okay. There you go. Yeah. You go. I did really enjoy it and I'll definitely be watching it again. Um, Again, with the length too, it's like yeah. a perfect, a perfect time for like a movie like this. So if I'm... I'm just going to throw it on some time when I need like some fun and a good laugh and some yep. good intestines and some good kills mm-hmm. and a carousel unicorn. This is going to be my white noise movie when I just don't really want to watch something, but I'm doing maybe chores around the house and I want to hear some fun dialogue. This is that movie for me, for sure. I wish I was in this movie. Like it just looks you like it was kinda. so fun. <laughs> <laughs> it looks the best. I wish I was in it too. <laughs> Um. Okay, Daryl. Yes. Fun facts. What do you got for us? I I do have some fun facts. 
So the amusement park that they filmed at is the now defunct Wildwood Highlands in, in Hampton, Pennsylvania. Really? Okay. Yes. It closed down basically because it had never really updated since the 90s. Mm-hmm. And a couple of other newer, more updated family fun centers popped up in the general vicinity. So, you know, when you don't update, you're going to go out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was filmed in 12 days. That's impressive. Oh. Yeah. And then the uh, the scene after you're introduced to Duke, but before they go to the family fun center, that was added later because when they finished the script and they started filming, they realized the film was only going to be like an hour. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that the, I think it was a great thing to add anyways, because it helps show the family dynamic between Lunchbox, Lori, and, uh, and the MILF. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. I can't really imagine this movie without that scene because you're like who are these people right totally yeah why is his name lunchbox all that basically cut from duke to them on the way to the uh to the park Mm -hmm. originally Mm, yeah no i'm glad they added that Mm -hmm. yeah for sure oh and then one other one is uh in the original script the sex scene was actually a rape scene oh god gotcha and then he was like oh no that's that's too dark so they ended up being consensual and then when they were filming it, he's like, Jesus Christ, this is even fucking worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. <laughs> and you know what? Like, I had a feeling pretty early on when I was watching this, when I when we when we're introduced to this character who loves like the my little unicorn or whatever, my little uni, I was like, I have a feeling we're going to have a sex scene in this movie. <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> with the unicorn, not with a person. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. Well, he is the prettiest goddamn unicorn around, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, that's Carousel. Let me know if anyone out there has seen this movie. And if you haven't, go watch it and tell me what you thought because it's just so much fun. So, anything else to add on the movie before we do shout outs? It makes me want to go to an amusement park. It makes me want to get on a carousel and treat that carousel unicorn right. Same Z's. <laughs> I, I would love to go to an amusement park. They've been closed for a fucking year. Yes. Oh, I would love to, too. Yeah. So, Daryl, you're out in California. Things are still kind of shut up there. Yeah, they finally gave uh, the amusement parks permission to reopen on April 1st, as long as they're within the right tier and they take all the proper precautions. That's good. Okay. So limited, I'm sure they'll have like limited occupancy. Yeah, 15% capacity. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Super limited. Yeah. yeah but I mean, if you're, I mean, you, we say 15%, but like if it's Disneyland, that's still like 14,000 people. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But I mean. But when so, you figure they usually pack in like 90,000, 14,000 is nothing. Yeah, yeah it's totally. true. No, no line, no wait, right? <laughs> Hopefully. Last time I went to Disneyland was in um, January of 2019, and it was awesome because it was empty. So we ran on every ride. Like the only thing we waited for was Space Mountain. That's it. There's always a line for Space Mountain. Yeah, and even then we only waited for half an hour. Oh, that's not bad at all. It's insanely Mm. great, and we rode Splash Mountain four times in a row. We just ran right around and got right back on again. (laughs) No, No line at all, and we were soaked, and it was great. It was so much fun. Um, I was really mad, though. I was really upset because I came all the way from Chicago. 
And we used to go to Disneyland all the time when I was growing up because I'm from Bakersfield. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we used to drive down all the time. The Haunted Mansion was closed. I love no, Haunted that's Mansion. A, that's not acceptable. That is no. unacceptable. Um, that's clear we're closed to take down the Christmas decorations. And I was very um, upset. Okay. And so now I know I have to go in February because I need to make sure I can get my Haunted Mansion fix. Yeah. And it was yes. also very interesting because I haven't been to Disneyland for maybe like 20 plus years. And... Uh, I have not been on the Pirates of the Caribbean since they changed it. Oh, where they put uh, Johnny Depp on it? Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I prefer yeah. it the old way. I love the Pirates way. of the Caribbean. Yeah, I, I, li I lived in San Diego when I was little, so we used to go to Disneyland fairly frequently, and Pirates of the Caribbean is one of my favorites. Yeah, I love it so much. I And I miss the prostitutes and yes. all that mm -hmm. stuff. They took, they took out. that out? Yep. Yeah, the, the winch auction is gone, yeah. Yeah, the wench oh. auction is gone. Oh. I know. Yep. A super bummed. Cool. Super bummed. But it was still great to, you know, go up the hill and see the skull talking at you. Because that was always my favorite part as a kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had so much fun. But yeah, I was very upset that I had to miss out on the Haunted Mansion. So next time, I got to make sure I plan my trip back home in February instead. Yeah. I haven't been to Disneyland since I was like a teenager <clears throat> and I got lost. Um, I love this I went, story. I went with my friend's jazz band and she's the only person who brought a friend. They performed and then they went right into the backstage tour or whatever of Disneyland. So I was just by myself, like wandering around Disneyland, going to the lost children's room. They kicked me out because I was too old. <laughs> Where they're like, can I help you? And I was like, I'm a lost child. And they're like, uh, yeah, we usually send children over the age of 11 to town hall. And I'm like, I don't know where that is. I'm not from here. So it can be scary getting lost to Disneyland, you guys. Yeah. You, got, you got animals. You got like characters coming at you. And you're like, I'm just trying to find my group. Yep. <laughs> characters coming at you. Yeah. So, I, haven't been, I haven't been in Disneyland since 2011. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. I'd love to go. I'd love to hop on Splash Mountain or Pirates of the Caribbean. It was so much fun. I had a blast. And I planned it perfectly because I flew into LAX, which was much cheaper than mm -hmm. flying into Bakersfield. And so my family, they just drove up and we rendezvoused and then we went to Disneyland and then we just drove back to Bakersfield. <laughs> you nice. Know? And then on the way back home, they um, they drove me back to LAX. And on the way to LAX, now Sarah is like a huge horror nerd. We would always watch horror from third grade on up until I moved to Chicago every weekend. Mm -hmm. That was the thing. Um, we uh, we ate at um, the Crave Inn from Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four. Nice. nice. So, and it was only six miles away from the airport, so it was perfect location <sighs> to stop and get something to eat, and it was really tasty too. So it was it was so much fun. It's like a French bistro now, but it was really neat. Ah, that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. So between Disneyland and eating at the Crave Inn, it was it was kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is shout out time. So first and foremost, we want to shout out our guest. Mr. Daryl Meathook. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for coming to play with us. Oh. Let's talk. Yeah. No, go ahead. 
let's talk about your two podcasts. The first one um, was that I was aware of was the um, Saturday Night at the Movies podcast. The Saturday Night at the Movies. It's myself, Brian String, and Kate Phoenix. We review just random movies. It, lately, it's been leaning a lot towards horror, which I'm perfectly okay with because I don't watch mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. else. Same. Yeah. But, I mean, we've we've reviewed comedies. We've reviewed musicals. We've reviewed action films. It's a lot of fun. You guys should check it out. I really loved your Christmas lineup last year. I don't remember what it was. Uh, you did Gremlins, I think. Um, Makes I think sense, yeah. Die Hard was in there. That was my pick. Classics, <laughs> yeah. Uh, something else was in there, but no. I listened to them all in like 24 hours. I was I was on the road a lot, so I was okay. just I just listening and I was loving every moment of it. And Brian String was on our show last year for The Burning and he's going to be on our show next week for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so it's very exciting. Mhm. Awesome. Which Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Original? Yeah. The only one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I like the original. I, I like the remake. I I I like part two for. What I was going to say is. I like part two. It's yeah for what even it though is. it's absolutely bonkers. I still part like two it. is literally in my top five. I love yeah. part two. <laughs> I love part two. It is bonkers, but it's great. It is so great. Now the other sequels, no, not so much. so much. Yeah, not <laughs> so much. No, but I did like the remake, and I liked. The next one they did, which was like the prequel to the remake. I enjoyed yes. that one, too. I thought the cast was really good. I mean, Arlie Ermey, I, come on. You cannot beat this man. He's amazing. I liked Arlie Ermey. I, that's that's yeah. what I can say about the remake. I liked Arlie Ermey. <laughs> he was the best. He's the best in the whole thing. So good. Um, and he will always be remembered in the horror community as Hoyt. So it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, your next podcast was the super spoopy podcast it's s-p-o-o-p-y yes super spoopy how did you get that name am i missing something okay so um about 10 or so years ago there was a spooky sign that showed up at ross dress for less in the halloween season okay but at the chinese factory where it was made it accidentally (laughs) said spoopy i love that (laughs) So, like, a lot of YouTubers just picked up on calling Spooky Season Spoopy Season instead. Because, the you know, that picture went viral and became its own meme. And I still say the word, even though it's kind of, like, out of vogue. <laughs> I still say it just because I think the word's fucking hilarious. So when I started my own podcast, I was like, Super Spoopy Podcast. And then I, I would look, I'm like, does anybody have that already? No. Okay, that's the name of my podcast. Mm-hmm. That's great. I was wa- yeah, I was wondering how you got that name because when I was texting you trying to listen to your episodes and I couldn't find it, my dumbass was writing spooky. That's a different podcast. In- yeah, mm-hmm. and it wasn't yours obviously. Instead of like reading what you wrote me, I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and it was I was like, "Oh, that's why I can't find it. I'm spelling it wrong." Got it. But- <laughs> I listened to almost all the episodes already, so I'm very awesome. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So check it out. It's a lot of fun. And like I said, all your co-hosts are amazing on both shows. Yes. So I'm fortunate to work with a bunch of great people on my podcasts. You're mm-hmm. so fortunate. Lovely, lovely, lovely folks. Um, okay. 
So, Daryl, do you have anybody or anything else you would like to shout out besides your shows that we just talked about? Uh, I can't think of anyone. There you go. You, besides, you the, put me on the spot. Sorry. Sorry. No. Besides this amazing uh, cast and crew on this movie that we just talked oh, yeah. about. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, definitely a shout out to Steve Radzinski and oh, yeah. his amazing cast and crew. I I love this movie. I am eagerly anticipating the sequel, even though I'm sure it'll be, you know, a year or more until it's out. So. Oh yeah. But I mean, I, I'm with COVID. Who the hell knows? Exactly. This yeah. is by, but it's it's far and away my most anticipated upcoming horror film. I'm pretty excited. Do you know if their fundraiser is still active? Or no, it, it, it was uh, it was only like 30 or 60 days, and it was okay. quite a while ago. Yeah, awesome. Well, when it comes out, I'll have to try to maybe hit Steve up. Say, hey, how can I buy this movie? Well, I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm sure he would be selling copies at his uh, at his website. Oh, okay. And that is, do you know uh, Silverspotlightfilms.com. Okay, there we go. Nice. Silverspotlightfilms.com. He, he also has all of his films streaming at stevebuster.com. Steve Buster? Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love this man. I do too. <laughs> okay. Next up for shout outs. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Summer. How you doing, boo? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Awesome. Jesse's our producer and makes us sound great every week. So thank you so much because I don't think I could do that work. <laughs> no. Well, well, I greatly appreciate it and my pleasure. And uh, to all of you uh, listeners out there, we um, can be found wherever you can listen to podcasts. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, all you got to do is search under the Dolls of Horror to find us. And if you like the podcast and want to help support the show so that it can keep growing, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash the Dolls of Horror. Where, at, where for as little as $5 a month, you can access our episodes a week in advance. And plus, your name will be permanently entered into a regular drawing for a free Dolls of Horror t-shirt that we will announce every month during our monthly live stream. Every calendar month, we'll be drawing a name from our list of supporters where you can win a t-shirt or even a, be a part of the live stream killer trivia duel where you can win even more Dolls of Horror merch. We did it once so far. We had a blast. We're definitely going to keep doing that. And um, hopefully we can uh, keep getting more and more contestants every month that we do so. And if you want to check out any of our merchandise on your own, you can follow the link in the description for any place that you are witnessing this right now. We will have a link for our merchandise where you can get just about anything under the sun that we can slap our logo onto. We have (laughs) T-shirts. We have mugs. We have... Uh, we have baby onesies even. I mean, they're everywhere. So anything that you Shower want, we have masks for. Clocks. I'm sorry? <laughs> Shower curtains and wall clocks. Yeah, exactly. Shower curtains. Too. You're like, just whatever, whatever under the sun. You're like, I want to look in my house in this direction and see our logo. That's that's great. So just go on and find it on our merch store. It'll probably be there. Um, and so by now you're probably wondering, well, how can I follow this amazing podcast? Um, that you keep talking so highly about. Well, great an- uh, great question. All you got to do is follow us on the social medias at Facebook and Instagram at The Dolls of Horror and on Twitter at Just Dolls of Horror. And if you want to send just an email and you want to bypass all of that and just say hello or give us some feedback, you can do so at The Dolls of Horror at Yahoo.com. Thank you, Jesse. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much for all the hard work you do. I love and appreciate you. And I miss you. I can't wait to hang out. Yeah, it's been a while. It's It sucks that I have to keep looking at you through a monitor and, uh, you know, true. not just look over my shoulder and, uh, you know, see my former coworker. <laughs> right. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. I know. Yeah. I can't wait to meet everybody in person. I'd I want to hug all of y'all. It's true. <laughs> right? Jesse actually made the... Um, uh, mistake once of saying that i've i'm the only one here who's actually met everybody in person i'm like no actually i've never seen jamie before i know it just yes, yeah. like it. Yes. too many assumptions apparently never seen jamie before but i really wish i had i know right soon sometime soon hopefully if things yes. work out it's going to be great yes totally yeah i agree <laughs> all right okay um our next podcast shout out is our podcast mentors, Wes and Kevin from It's a Horror Podcast. They just released their Wes Craven episode and I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. So much fun. They mentioned some movies I actually forgot about, so that was fun. Um, and well, God, we normally shout out you, Daryl, and Brian mm -hmm. and Kate and all that, but um, we just did that because you're here. So I'm out of shout outs. Besides kidding? besides our listeners, of course. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. Yes. Anyone you want to add on to, Jamie? Um, again, just shout out to all y'all here on this podcast with me right now. It was very fun talking about Carousel. I am very thankful that you chose it so that we could watch this. I probably would have never found it, you know, if it hadn't been for this episode. So same. Yeah. Oh, I'm all about these quirky, fun, ridiculous horror movies. So if you guys ever need a hookup, let me know. Yeah. yeah. And I recommended to you um, our friend Billy's movie. Um, what was it? Fraternity Massacre on Hell Island. Yes, you did. Yeah. So. Make sure you guys check that one out. We'll be covering that one this summer with Billy, probably. Yeah. It's a good time. Yep. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Are you guys done? I'm done. I'm done. All right. I mean, in a, in a way, I'll never be done because this is sure. always going to be on my mind. Carousel is always going to be on my mind now. But yes, I'm done for now. <laughs> Every time I get on a carousel or see one, I'm going to think of this movie. Mm -hmm. As you should. Yes. Yeah. It's going to stick with me for forever. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with that, I'm Summer. I'm Jamie. I'm Daryl. And you've been listening to the Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. 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 This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash thedollsofhorror for more information. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. You know, I have a new goal now. I want to open, like, a sanctuary for old, you know, um, carousel horses and figures so that when they retire, they have a nice place to roam and be free and live out the rest of their days, um, not going in a circle. <laughs> <laughs>
I also, you know, going with my theme of collecting intestines. I have a feeling we're going to have a sex scene in this movie. Bonus points if you can, like, figure out which ones, which intestines, what movie the intestines are from when you come into my house. It's all just a bloody and wonderful blur. <laughs> 